You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Friday, September 4th. By my calculations, we're winding down Summer Session 2 and we'll soon enter the curious intra-team void of no classes in session. Monday is Labor Day. Are you ready for a holiday? Ha 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 ha. Holiday. What is that? That's a rhetorical question. As ever, we strive to be informative here at The Current Daily, and the crack research team has spent hours of primary research looking into the history of Labor Day. It's been a federal holiday since all the way back in 1894, did you know? As you might recall from history class, the Industrial Revolution worldwide ushered in many technological advancements in the late 1800s. But it was a grim period indeed for many workers. Go read three pages of any Dickens novel and you'll get the idea. You know, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. As production rose, working conditions became ever more fraught and dangerous. In the decades leading up to 1894, people took to the streets to have their voices heard. On September 5th, 1882, 10,000 workers took unpaid time off to march from City Hall to Union Square in New York City, an event that became the first Labor Day parade in U.S. history. If you're looking for clues as to why Labor Day is commemorated annually on the first Monday in September, start there and probably end there. Historians are uncertain as to who to bestow with credit for conceiving Labor Day, but it is unquestionably the result of myriad labor movements of the late 19th century. Nationwide Labor Day marks the unofficial end of summer. It is typically around this time that our corporate overlords, like Starbucks, begin the tug to autumn with the siren song of pumpkin-spiced latte this and that. If you ask me here in Southern California... Labor Day often feels like the start of summer as September and October can be our hottest, driest months. Dear listener, before we part for the day and rush out for those aforementioned pumpkin spiced hydration, there is an elephant in the room which we cannot ignore. Can you wear white after Labor Day? Yes or no? Here in Southern California, anything goes, anytime if you ask me. White after Labor Day? How about flip-flops after Labor Day? Which you didn't, but I'm the one with the mic and the high-tech recording apparatus. We again turn to the history books for answers, and the crack research team here at The Current Daily worked overtime on this one. In fact, our fashion editor may need to take a few days off to cope with the exhaustion. Good thing there's a holiday up, right? Like most fashion-related controversies, it starts with a class struggle and the related elitism. White clothing was seen as leisure wear for the moneyed elite as they retreated to the cooler climes of beach and lakefront cottages. Of course, white reflects heat and is much more sensible as summer attire. Additionally, the wearing of white served to distinguish one's pastoral vacation attire from the dark and drab colors of the city-bound working folk. It's really as simple as that. Dear listener, for what it's worth, I bestow upon thee permission to wear white after Labor Day, and on any day of the year for that matter. May you have a fun-filled and leisurely weekend. Perhaps a film festival is in order? But on Monday, at least, take a moment to recall the intent of Labor Day. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. 
Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.